Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Rick Sincere of Trackstar Sports. Um, today, definitely the, the, the co-host of Debate Fuel, along with DJ Jeremiah and uh, and also Derek Myers. Yo, I am extremely excited about the upcoming week of football. There's so much going on, um, but I have to go back and talk about my Saints. I have to tell you about the New Orleans Saints and, and, and kind of what is going on with them. And I know you're like, yo, why? Why would you even talk about the Saints? Well, if you listened to Debate Fuel two weeks ago, I told you they're done. They are done. They're extremely, completely done. I mean, we, we had the huge um, Adrian Peterson issue. Now, the Adrian Peterson issue was an absolute problem. It was a major problem, and the major problem was that Adrian Peterson um, was basically not getting any touches. Have, has that changed? No. It hasn't changed at all. What has changed? They're winning. They've won for the past two weeks in a row. The New Orleans Saints have won. So the AP problem seems like it's not that big of a deal, right? It's just not. And, and even in New Orleans, last week, what dominated headlines, and I came to you last week, what dominated, dominated headlines was the fact that they were kneeling. Uh, well, not nearly. Actually, they were sitting during the National Anthem. And so while they were sitting during the National Anthem, that was a big problem. All of New Orleans went crazy. Restaurants were like, I'm not supporting the Saints anymore. Um, the legislation wanted to rip their funding. And so, um, I hate to say this, but it's true, the New Orleans Saints cowered. They cowered. And Drew Brees led a compromise um, protest where you kneel before the anthem, and during the anthem, you, put your, you stand up and put your hand over the heart. Okay, what's the point? I don't get it. But whatever, they came together in unity. Am I tripping? Nah, son, why not? Because they won. So I don't really care that much right now. So here's what I care about. That defense looked great. They pitched a shutout. A shutout? By the New Orleans Saints against Jake Cutler and weapons like Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry, Jay Ajayi? Are you kidding me? A shutout? Who are these guys? I don't know. I no longer know who they are. I'm so confused, right? Ken Crawley, the cornerback for the New Orleans Saints, is somebody who you may not know, but I know Ken Crawley. He's the camp guy. He's the guy who killed it in camp this whole entire summer. He was murdering it in camp. And when he came in the pre, when he, when he started playing in the preseason, it just wasn't there. It wasn't the same. I can't front like it was. It wasn't the same. In the preseason, he got holding penalty after holding penalty. Um, it, it just didn't look great. He wasn't great. But he set out the first two weeks, not on, you know, voluntarily. He set out because they went with um, other starters, P.J. Williams, and they went with Marshawn Lattimore. And last week, Marshawn Lattimore was hurt. He couldn't play. Ken Crawley steps in, and he shuts down. He, he shuts down a wide receiver, Devin Funches. How? I don't know, but he did it, right? And then this week, he shuts down Devontae Parker. Gets a pick in the end zone on the starting drive. Ken Crawley, bro, I don't know who you are, but thank you for showing up. So lovely to have you here. And so, I, I don't know what this defense is or, or what the identity is. All I know is that right now, the New Orleans Saints are 2-2. Two and two. They're at 500, and here's what typically happens. They drop to 500, and then they drop the next two games. Are we in line for that again? Absolutely. We have a bye this week. Can't lose this week, so awesome. But then, right after that, you're going to have, you're going to have, um, what, Matt Stafford? And then after Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. 
two bona fide throwers of the football, right? These are quarterbacks who, who you should fear. And our defense definitely should fear them because they have weapons. Well, at least for the most part, but they are missing some weapons. Can these New Orleans Saints really be what they're supposed to be going in? Can, it, can they be better? Uh, can they be gritty, tough? Can they stand up against quarterbacks like Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers? Heck, I don't know. I really don't. But do I think that they can re- do something better than what they've done before? Tom Brady murdered them. Can they do something here? I'm not sure. But we don't see, and I'm so excited to see it. Are they back? Are they an NFL relevant? Well, they're not 0-4. And as a Saints fan, that's all I can really ask for. Am I right about it? I'm Anyway, yo, I'm so happy to be back on Anchor. So, yo, listen to us, hear us out, man. If you want to catch some more of this, feel free to hop in, join in, send a question or a call. Love to hear from you. It's EC Zone with your boy Tay, brought to you by Trackstar Sports. I will be your conductor tonight on this week five train. We here. We're back again for a second one. So let's do it. Off top, we're going to jump into this lightning fast recap. Let's run through these scores right quick. Beginning off with Arkansas being New Mexico State, 42-24. Florida triumphant over Vanderbilt, 38-24. And this one right here, I told you, I predicted this one. If you don't believe me, go back and check the last show. The Trojans of Troy stumped all over the LSU Tigers. They beat them 24-21, but if anybody who watched that game realized that score is not representative of, of how bad Troy dragged LSU. Moving on to the next game, Texas A&M beat South Carolina 24-17. This is kind of a trip because everybody was kind of tripping on Texas A&M when they struggled and lost a little bit at the beginning, but right now they're 4-1. And this is their second SEC win. Good luck to them next week, though. We'll revisit that. Remember that. Let's move on to our close calls of the week. We only got one close call of the week, and that is the Kentucky Wilcats as they buy Eastern Michigan 24-20. Moving on down to our SmackDowns of the week. Ah, my... Good games, man. There's some good games, but I got to give a shout out to my Auburn Tigers. They represented well against the Mississippi State, who were once believed to be a threat in the West. Uh, they got beat down by the Tigers, uh, 49 to 10. Uh, Dan Mullen, he needs to find some answers real quick for his team. That's two back-to-back poundings by two SEC teams out of the top 25. So uh, I'm hoping they actually put it together and do somewhere uh, real good on this off week they got coming up. But speaking of the Bulldogs. That's going up to those Bulldogs from Athens, the Georgia Bulldogs. They made easy work of the Volunteers of Tennessee this past Saturday by shutting them out 41 to zip. Georgia's looking strong. They got a lot of talent. Young freshman quarterback is cool as ice. Uh, receivers are very athletic. Uh, Nick Chubb doing his thing. Uh, let's watch them to come hard out the East. Moving on to the back to the West. We got the Crimson Tide doing that thing once again to another SEC opponent. This time by the score of 66-3. Bama just thumped all over Ole Miss. They, the Rebels was not rebelling against that butt whipping. I originally had this game for my zoned out game of the week, but given the one-sided nature of the outcome, we're just going to let this ride. But I, I just got to say I'm really impressed with Alabama. They always have a lot of talent on their team, but I'm really impressed with their quarterback. It seems like Jalen Hurts is kind of developing to the Super Bowl season version of Russell Wilson and VP of that team, even though they, they're stocked with talent, great running backs, Great at level of the game, but I really like what I'm seeing from this kid, Jalen Hurts, who's just a sophomore, a true sophomore, and showing a lot of maturity. Um, this week, we got a lot of good games coming up. Uh, this week, week five, that we, as we move into week six, we've got Arkansas at South Carolina. We got Florida at LSU. We got Vanderbilt at Georgia. 
Tennessee has a body regroup. I fully expect that there will be a coaching change this week, but I'm not sure. If there's a coaching change during this bye week, to me, that just symbolizes to me that uh, signals to me that either Butch has uh, some type of pictures of the athletic director's wife or some, or either he's uh, got something that nobody else sees. Right now, I see the pitchforks and the, and, the, and the volunteer faithful marching on the campus soon to get him out of there. Kentucky will host Missouri, which that should be a good matchup. I think Missouri had to just buy this week and get a chance to get their foot back under them. I think they bounced back against Kentucky. Mississippi State is off, and Auburn will be hosting Ole Miss, and Texas A&M hosts Alabama Crimson Tide. Well, good luck with that, Coach Summon. And uh, I've got a new segment that's coming up after this, but right now I just want to give you all uh, my social media network so you can find me and follow me if you need to. You can find me on Instagram. That's where I most of the time kick it at. You can look for me at your underscore inner underscore fitness underscore coach. That's your underscore fitness inner fitness coach. Uh, you can also find me uh, at www.abalanceu, the letter U dot com. That's www, the letter A, balance, the letter U dot com. And I'm out. Catch you on the next segment.